0: Hey guys, welcome back to the GOAT Podcast. Sorry that yesterday took so long. Uh, you know, Tyler, bless his heart, thought that Ed Reed was better than Troy Palomalo. Can you believe that? If you didn't listen to that episode, you can definitely go back and listen to Mark Garner and Tyler Cannon, students at the Memphis School of Preaching who also love sports and wanted to take some time to discuss it with us. Today we have back with us Mark Garner. It's good to be here. And Justin Johnson. Big juice. Yes. All right, Justin, give us your background. Mark gave us his. Give us your background into sports, what you like, who your favorite teams are, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Oh, oh, Michael. Well, first of all, yeah, my name is Justin Johnson. (laughs) You know, I'm probably the biggest Seahawks fan you'll ever meet.
0: Bro, Dan Cates literally, I think there's a part of me that believes Dan Cates owns the Seattle Seahawks. Owns them? I do.
1: He's going to sell it to me one day because I'm, I'm better than him sometimes. And oh, that, re- regarding the I'm clipping
0: college. that. I'm clipping that. No, I'm I'm. I'm No, I'm kidding. I won't do that to you. Regarding, but I will ask him to listen to that.
1: Regarding to being a fan of him, uh, ever since my young years to now, I just thought in this beautiful team, football's a big part of my life as I play for two seasons. Should have been the GOAT. They are a beautiful team. Yeah. You're right about that.
0: Guys, what you just heard is – Blasphemy. Hilarious sports blasphemy, um, guys. We have the AFC South, and I don't think it is out of the realm of possibility to suggest this is the worst division in the AFC. It's a bunch
2: of cupcakes. Um,
0: Cup- the Jaguars, if they do not win their division, Doug Peterson needs to be fired. Well, I wouldn't go that far, and he did help you win a Super Bowl, something Nick Sirianni couldn't do.
2: Currently. Uh, I-
0: Philly, Philly, baby. That's what um, one is the super. Bowl. But he wrote that play. No, no. Oh, okay, here we go. We're not talking about the NFC. So, I think that if the if the Jaguars do not win the division, there is a problem. They've got to fix something because this should be a cakewalk for them. We're going to start with the Houston Texans, a team that need literally everything, and we're just going to talk about a couple of storylines here. Yeah. I alluded to them on the other podcast uh, last week talking about the number one overall pick when we covered the Bears. Had the Texans not beaten the Colts in week 18, 32-31, had they not done that, the Texans would have had the number one pick. Should have lost. Could have gotten their quarterback, could have done whatever. So that's my question. Should they have lost? You say yes. I said no on the podcast. I said that they did the right thing.
2: Here's the thing: I'm not completely sold on this year's quarterback class. Right. Uh, I I just don't think, um, I just don't think there's a ton of talent. I know everyone says Bryce Young. I don't think Bryce Young's an NFL quarterback. I think he's too small, and I think he's going to get hurt. I think he's brittle, and I just I I I personally I would wait. And see, I I wouldn't go all in with this year's quarterback class because, quite frankly, I'm not sold on it. But I I do think if they needed one bad enough, and I mean, look, the Texans I think are going to be garbage this year too, uh, since they like to fire coaches after one year. But at, at the end of the day, I just I think they'll get a good player in the in, in the first round. But I'm not sold on this year's quarterback draft, so I don't think it's a huge deal that they won the game. But they are going to take a
0: quarterback at two, so I mean.
2: I mean, I wouldn't, but if they do take a quarterback, I still think they win two games at the most. They're Justin? not going to be very good.
1: The Texans, oh, oh, Texans have a few friends who are fans of them. Mark says it's not a good thing that they fire coaches too quickly. Sometimes that's a little needed mark. You know what I mean?
2: But But not after one year.
1: So it it,
2: Rome wasn't built in a day, and Lovey Smith, I think, is a good guy to build. He would have been a good guy to build that program. I just don't think you can fire him after one year, because nobody—you're not going to get a good coach if you're firing everyone after one year. I like D'Amico Ryan's, though. I will
0: say uh, you—you said they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I do disagree with that because if (laughs) they knew what they were doing, they would not be three thirteen and one. And they would not be in a situation where they fired Lovey Smith just because he won a game. If Lovey Smith lost that game, Lovey's still the head coach. No doubt in my mind about that. Because it would have had the number one pick. It would have been, hey, it's year two. Lovey Smith gets an opportunity to continue building his team. As it stands, they did what you're supposed to do in football, which is win the game. And Lovey got fired about like a day or so after he made this, the press conference remark. You're playing to try to win games. That's what well, you're doing. I'm sure it was a hard decision to fire Lovey. No, they don't think about that. If if the, so, it's a business. Think about it that way. If they, if you were their head coach and you went three thirteen and one, or if I were their head coach and we went three thirteen and one, they would call me from the plane and just say, "Yeah, you're not getting on the plane." That's like how heartless it could be. They don't care. So here's here's my question. On the Texans, I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to each say what excites you about this upcoming season. And then we're going to move on to the Titans because we're trying to keep this episode under 30 minutes.
2: I think what excites me the most about the Titans is, or excuse me, the Texans. I think when you get a new coach, when you get new blood, you get new energy, and I know that hasn't been the case for them the last couple of seasons, but I think D'Amico Ryans, he's young. He used to play for him, and I'm just kind of excited to see what he does with this team, if he can energize them and motivate them. And whoever they do take in the draft, I'm also interested to see how he's going to coach him. And so I'm most anxious to see how D'Amico Ryans does because I I, I am a D'Amico Ryans fan, and I do think that if he pans out, I think the Texans have a good head coach for a while. So I'm interested to see how he does this year, especially with their with their draft
0: pick coming up. Yeah, they they have been known as a defensive-minded team, which is why, to to your point, I would not be surprised, nor would I say that it would necessarily be a complete mistake if they did say, Will Anderson's there at two. We need pass rush. We need that help. I wouldn't be shocked if they did that. Um, But I also think this is one of those – they did call and ask about trading up to number one. You only do that to get the quarterback of your choice. Yeah, that's, that's um, right. So they are they are going to go quarterback, and it's probably going to be either Bryce or CJ. I, I think CJ does go number one. That's what I've been hearing. I think that's probably the best option of the two, only because Bryce is so undersized, and the thing that's working against Bryce, he could be the next Drew Brees. He could be amazing. But Tua Tungavaloa is in the NFL, and he's been absolutely injury-prone. From the moment he was in college, at that game where he broke his hip and had an injury that could have been career-ending, to now with him having so many concussions that a few doctors have gone on record and said he should stop playing, that's working against Bryce. Bryce could be better than any of the Alabama quarterbacks that have ever come out.
2: Yeah, but it's working against him. And they him. haven't. Alabama quarterbacks just haven't panned out that well in the NFL. I do think he has an opportunity. I just think he's too little. Like every time I I see him, I feel like. You know he's he looks like one of the children down at the kiddie pool. What he just he well he's just small. He's five ten. He's got a little body. He's gonna get crushed in the NFL. At least at least Kyler Murray can run. I mean I I know that he's got a good arm, but he's he, you know uh, I I think he's gonna get crushed. Well,
0: Mark, small players have big hearts. Okay.
2: Well, his heart needs to be giant.
0: We need you to give actual analysis, not just fortune cookie wisdom, Justin. Okay. I'm kid. I'm kidding. What excites you about the Texans?
1: You said you think that CJ guy is going to be the QB? There's many things we disagree upon, but that's something we can not agree upon. You know, they might not have done too good in the past, but practice makes perfect. You know what I mean? That's the truth. Practice and makes they perfect. They probably won't do, be doing good anytime soon, but
0: some of these teams that are picking number one, though, like multiple years in a row, have to consider maybe their practices aren't working. But what excites you about the Texans?
1: You know, what you you talking about, the C.J.? What's his last
0: name? Stroud.
1: Stroud. C.J. Stroud. If they if they take him, there's always a chance of some glorious stuff happening. So they, they take him. They train with him. You know, anything's possible. But like I said before, they might not do too good soon and in the coming season, probably in the next few years. But that man, C.J., he gets my heart on fire that might just be he needs a Tums but <laughs> <laughs> you never know
0: i'll say this davis mills had he stayed in college for one more season he would have been coming out last year he probably would have been the steelers first pick he he definitely could have been their yeah. first pick yeah davis is a, a big victim of somebody sold him a bill of goods that he was, you know, able to be drafted very high, and he wasn't. The Texans took a chance on him in the very year where they knew they were going to lose Deshaun Watson. And they said, hey, this will work out. And he hasn't played that bad. Last year was bad, but their their team actually got a lot worse. So I think Davis could latch on to another organization, maybe. You know, it could be a situation where if he gets uh, dumped after they take their quarterback that he signs with a team that is kind of on the fence, you know. Maybe he goes to a Minnesota and sits behind a Kirk Cousins for a year and is available. Maybe he goes to Green Bay and sits behind Jordan Love and says, hey, I'll I'll get a shot at some point. But I think that's a possibility. Now, here's another thing. The Titans. It sounds to me that the Titans are in dumpster fire mode. Um, And what I mean by that is everything's on fire and it's all trash. Uh, they've made reports that they are shopping Derrick Henry. They've made reports that they are out, maybe even on Malik Willis, after one year where he barely started and barely played. They have no wide receivers to really write home about other than Traylon Burks, who had a very up-and-down first season as a rookie. Their, Their whole team, top to bottom, is in shambles. So asking you the question, who gets you excited as a Titans fan if you are one that makes you feel like you have hope this year?
2: Well, I think if you're the Titans, I think the dumbest thing you could do is trade Derrick Henry. I just don't think that's smart at all. He's been the only bright spot on that. Well, their defense hasn't been bad, but on that offense, you know, Tannehill just, he he can't throw the ball very well. But I think you have to keep Derrick Henry. You can't trade Derrick Henry. And just watching him play, every time I watch him run the ball, it it really is something to see cuz that is just a grown man running the ball. But but honestly, why why would you trade him? I think the Titans are wanting to just go and just start everything over from from fresh. But the thing is, I think you know, trading Malik Williams I just don't think would be a smart thing either. Why? Why would you even draft him?
0: Yeah, too many teams give a quarterback the shortest leash yeah. possible. and that Why makes even no do sense. that?
2: And I and I personally think I, I would start him this year. I would start him. And say, hey, go prove yourself.
0: And if he doesn't do well, there's a good quarterback class coming out next year. You there, got Spencer Rattler. Is. You got Caleb Williams. You got some guys that could definitely make some moves. Yeah. So you're looking at a situation where the best way to tank. Is to see what you got. And
2: Caleb Williams said he's not even sure if he's coming out next year. He said it oh, depends. Oh, that's all
0: smoke. Oh, I, I don't I know. I would be so surprised. He, he can win three Heisman's. He could, but he could also secure a very big payday as a starting quarterback at the number one overall position. More than I think most teams will give him out in the NIL. But that's, a, that's an interesting conversation to have on another show. Um, Justin, what gets you excited if you're a Titans fan? Well, I'm personally not. I don't even see... Oh, I said if, bro. Oh, if. Yeah.
1: That's a good word. Okay. I don't even see that many people rooting for the Titans. Only time I see him is on the back of people's cars. That's only if you live in Tennessee. Outside of Tennessee, there's not many people who root for him. That's a bit of a problem sometimes. He's speaking but, truth. That, that, you. that is true. That's a,
2: that's a great exegesis from Baby Boy Juice.
1: Yeah. I do my studies. <laughs> but if you are a Titans fan, all I have to say is Derek, that man, he... He, he needs to practice, and if they do keep him, it'll be good for him. You know what I mean?
2: He needs to practice, jeez.
1: <laughs> what? Does he not?
0: <laughs> Name another one.
1: Another player? Yeah. What are y'all talking about, Tyreek? <laughs> Tyreek?
0: No, bro, no. Malik. No, no, Malik. Willis. Oh, Malik.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't hear much people talking about him either, but, you know... Thank you, Mark. Um,
0: Myreek. Myreek? Wait, who'd you say? Malik. Oh, Malik. This is- Malik. Guys, Malik. People- Justin, I know you got your A game, bro. I need you to bring it because people are going to think that we don't know what we're doing. No, we know what
1: this we're doing. This is not how
0: Justin normally talks about football. I think the mic might have him just a touch nervous. Yeah. That's all good. Justin knows his stuff. So, you think Malik Willis should also start next year? I give do. Him- give him a chance. I do Give him a right. chance. If they do have another year where they're not doing so well, I think Vrabel's gone. Yeah, I I think so too. He's
2: been there a while. He's had a successful run with them. Yeah. But I think it's hard to stay a long time in the NFL in one place unless you're just a really good coach. It's hard for anyone to do that.
0: All right. The Indianapolis Colts have the number four overall pick. Yeah. They're a team that we've talked about in the AFC North podcast could easily say – we're gonna take no quarterback. We'll sign Lamar Jackson. We'll go all in for Lamar. I also think this is one of those years where your team is not just a quarterback away. So it makes more sense to say, Hey, I know for a fact that next year Kyler Murray is probably available. Yeah. I could trade for Murray. I know that next year I could probably trade for XYZ Philemon, you know. As
2: long as they put in his contract that he has to watch film, you know. <laughs> right.
0: I could do all of that though, and just say let's make a better-rounded team, and give the quarterback a chance to take on a bloated contract. I I believe fullheartedly, wholeheartedly that they sign Lamar, or the Commanders do.
2: If they do, then I think that it's going to be interesting in that division for sure.
0: You got Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. You've got uh, Michael Pittman, and defensively you still have DeForest Buckner. A uh, Karake is gone, but you got a a guy last year. Uh I think his name is uh oh man, Zaire. Yeah. I can't remember his last. But name. if
2: they don't sign Lamar Jackson, I think they I think they're a two-win football team. I think the Texans place higher than them in that division if they don't get Lamar Jackson. Zaire
0: Franklin. But I I agree with you there. And that's why I kind of feel like don't draft a quarterback at four. Don't take the guy that is essential because if somebody leapfrogs them at three with the Cardinals, the Cardinals have said they want to trade back. If somebody jumps in front of the Colts and they snag Levis or Richardson, you're stuck with the other guy. So you have to be just as comfortable in any of the scenarios. We're comfortable if it's Bryce Young. We're comfortable if it's Will Levis. We're comfortable if it's C.J. Stroud. And we're comfortable if it's Anthony Richardson. And I don't know that any year you could say that. The Steelers had been leaking for years, it felt like, last year, that Malik Willis was in the front of the line. And then when they had their chance, no quarterbacks had been taken. Within two minutes, their pick was in, and it was Kenny Pickett. That was them blowing smoke, every smoke and mirror that they could throw out. They were trying to do and get people off the scent. If I'm the Colts, and I have to take a quarterback not named Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, call up Andrew Luck again. Well, I that probably doesn't work, but you know what? I, I I do think would don't take a quarterback. Yeah, don't take. I'd them. rather leverage the next few years of the draft for a Caleb Williams or to take a chance on a Spencer Rattler if he fell to me next year, mm. than to go after Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. Which Spencer
2: Rattler could very well make a leap. Yeah, you know, this year I know he was bad at Oklahoma. He had a bad experience at Oklahoma, but I mean Caleb Williams is just a different animal. Yeah, you know, so it, it very well could happen. But if but I, I'm with you. I wouldn't draft a quarterback. If they can't get Lamar Jackson, I would go all in to get Caleb Williams because he—he to me, he's a generational talent. Juice, what gets you excited if you're a Colts
0: fan?
1: Colts, Colts, Colts. Oh man. Well, I just want to say Rip, Andrew Luck. What is a
0: Colt, bro? Andrew Luck's been gone for five years. Like, yeah, we gotta there's rip. no more Rip. He done de- decomposed and everything. He yeah, is he's not done. coming back, he's bro, done.
1: You got to pay your respects. <laughs> okay but I'm glad you mentioned uh, Will Levis a little bit ago. You know, if you all already seen Princess and the Frog, there's that scene where the witch goes gumbo-gumbo in the pot, put this in, what you got? Well, with Will Levis and Colts, you put them together, Yeah. I think
0: they have a bright future. That is uh, probably the first and last that time. That was a
2: great observation. It was, I
0: mean, but it, I, I'm thinking it's the first and last time somebody says, have you ever seen Princess and the Frog? Like, yeah. I've never seen it personally. What is, is it? it gumbo
2: gumbo in the pot? Yeah. Put it in what you
1: got. Yeah.
0: Put levis
2: well, in
1: what you got? A win. <laughs> right. Just
2: win, baby. I like that Jeez, That's good. Gumbo gumbo in the pot. Gotta go with what you got.
0: All righty. By the way, I need to make sure I see this here correctly. I believe it was Kenny Moore the second who actually retired last year to become a minister. Oh. Um I think the word he used unfortunately was pastor but he you know he, Well, that's an right.
2: elder so he's an elder. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So I was just confused. I thought that was an elder, but
0: No. I'm talking about the cornerback for the Colts. Yeah, well, I so, would
2: I would retire too if I played on a team that
0: bad. I,
1: Daily reminder to read your Bible every day.
0: Here we go. That makes me look like I'm bad for now moving the conversation back to football, bro. Man. Come on, Juice. Juice, on, Juice throw it to the Jaguars. Jaguars. Oh all right, here we go with the Jaguars. Thank you, Juice. Gumbo gumbo in the pot. Let's The let's Jacksonville Jaguars are a dark horse team in the AFC to possibly agree. go to the championship. Hundred percent agree. To win a Super Bowl. They could do anything. And there's a huge leap that they made in the offseason and they really haven't signed anybody. They just went out and said, Hey, we got Calvin Ridley already in a trade last year. And a good head coach. We have a good head coach, a proven Super Bowl winner, a mm. guy that should not have been fired from Philadelphia. I I agree. I don't think he should have been either. The Jaguars have all the pieces, including right now a very weak division. Of course, all this can change with the draft and trades and other things. But if I'm a Jaguars fan, I'll start and I'll I'll throw it to you all. I am very excited because I have Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that's it. it. And because I also have the opportunity to look at it and go, you know what, we have a great wide receiver core. We have a great running game. Not a terrible defense.
2: defense. Yeah, I think with Trevor Lawrence – the jump he made from year one to year two. I mean, his stats, I'm pretty sure he threw for over 4,000 yards this year. Yeah. And the thing about Trevor Lawrence is, is I don't judge him off his rookie year simply because who his head coach was, right. Urban Meyer. I don't judge him off that year. I think if Doug Peterson was his head coach that first year, I think his stats are really good. But, yeah, you're. I, you, if you're a Jaguars fan, I think you have – every reason to be super super excited about the future. And I I really do believe. I think Trevor Lawrence is a top 5 quarterback uh this upcoming season. I could agree with that.
0: Uh Juice, what gets you excited about the Jaguars?
1: Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. You know, if I remember correctly, Mark said something about his hair in the last episode. He, needed to he needs to cut hair. it. Yeah, it's not true. You know,
0: sometimes You would say that.
1: I like long hair.
0: I know you do. Oh,
1: Trevor Lawrence um you know, some might say it's not good to have long hair. It might get stuck in something. It might, you know, make their playing ability not good, but he is a good player. That's that's a fact. That's obvious. We can all agree on that. And him, ex Jaguars, they're not winning the Super Bowl. He said that. They don't they're not winning
0: that. But I don't, definitely I don't do think good. that's
1: crazy.
2: They'll definitely do good. I don't think it's crazy, but I think it's a little far fetched. Yeah, I far-fetched. do think they can make a run in the here's, playoffs. Here's
0: something for sure. to think about though. Their wide receiver core last year could not keep up with the Chiefs. And with a with a hurt Patrick Mahomes, they managed to claw back into that game a little bit they and did. make it a game. Before that, Mahomes was running all over the place. All over. They did have to fix the defense in a little a few places there. I do think they're gonna be able to do that. But here here's the funny thing. How did the New York Giants sneak into two Super Bowls and win? How do the New Orleans Saints go to a Super Bowl? And win? Yeah. sometimes all of the stuff falls your way.
2: Well, I think one of those Super Bowls. I don't know about the 2011 Giants, but the 07 Giants who beat the 19 and 0, ah,
0: 18 and 0,
2: 18 and 0. I'm sorry. I believe they were a wild card team, correct? They were. Yeah. So yeah, it could it could very well happen. I I I just I think it's a little far fetched, but I do think maybe the year after, if they could add some more pieces. I do see Jacksonville in the hunt to win the Super Bowl. It's possible. Juice, it's possible, man. Anything's
0: possible if you believe I say that a lot. In yourself. Stick, stick to in your gumbo. Oh. All right, so let's predict the quarterbacks of the AFC South. Here's what I know. There is there's one quarterback that is a given, and that is Trevor Lawrence. So T Law Lawrence. T Law's there. So Mark, do you want who do you want from the remaining three? Colts, Texans, or Titans? I'll I'll take the Texans. Okay. Who's gonna Who's gonna be the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans? I think I think
2: Bryce Young. I think they'll draft him. Um, I think they'll find a way to get him.
1: Even though I I wouldn't do it, I think they will. All right. Titans. Titans. Yeah. The Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. What a What a name. Last name specifically.
0: Which leaves me with the opportunity. To say that Lamar Jackson will be the Indianapolis Colts quarterback.
2: I disagree. I think he'll re-sign with Baltimore. But if it does happen, I think it instantly makes the Colts a lot better and stronger in that division. They
0: are 100% contending with the Jaguars. They're contending
2: with them. I agree.
0: All right. Now we got to predict the records. So you said that the the Texans would be a two-win team. So you say – Yeah,
2: I think they're two wins.
0: So two and 15. Mm Mm-hmm. Juice Titans record seventeen games.
1: Well, that's actually funny. I, I have it written down. Titans is two fifteen. So I'm you predicting. also think
0: that they're going to go two and fifteen? Wow. Okay. Maybe they split. What a I think they win eight. But all right. Then we have the Colts. Yeah. I'll say with the Colts, with with no understanding that Lamar is there, just they're they're picking at four. They're probably taking a quarterback. I'm going to say they go 9-8. and eight. Yeah, I, That's I,
2: what I would say. I
0: think even if they do take a Will Levis or Anthony Richardson, they can win some games yeah. in that division. It's a very winnable division. So I'll say they go 9-8. and, eight, and I think that's
2: realistic.
0: The Jaguars.
2: I think the Jaguars win 12.
0: 12-5? and five. Yeah. All right, guys. Now it's time for the GOAT versus GOAT, and we are right on time to end at 30 minutes and then move on to the AFC East for tomorrow. North, south, east, west, never eat soggy waffles. Or sour worms. Or never soggy eat waffles is what I accidentally spelled. Whoops. Man, I shouldn't have have done that. Goat versus goat. Justin, in case you don't remember, you weren't on the last episode, in case you don't know, the goat is always considered to be the greatest of all time. The other goat is the greatest of their era. I felt like it would be an easier conversation rather than do Peyton versus Andrew Luck. Maybe that would have been the better one. We're doing Derrick Henry versus Chris Johnson. Yeah. Discuss.
1: Some people think <coughs> I might say Chris Johnson is the greatest of all time because we have the same last name, <laughs> but that's not true. Oh, man. that
0: Would be would that be the only reason people would say that?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. But Derrick Henry is the GOAT. The G-O-A-T. You look at his – look at some highlights of him
2: you'll see I I agree I think Derrick Henry look Chris Johnson it what was a phenomenal talent I mean there there's no doubt about that but when you look at Derrick Henry the way he runs the ball I know Chris Johnson rushed for over 2000 yards in in one year but so did Derrick Henry yeah and I think when you're doing it at Derrick Henry's size and when you look at just what he's been because here's here's the thing you take Chris Johnson off the Titans when he played, I still think the Titans can contend. They're not as good. You take Derrick Henry off the Titans they're They're just not any good. They're not the same team. That's why I think Derrick Henry has meant more to Tennessee than Chris Johnson meant to the Titans, and so that's why I think Derrick Henry's over Chris Johnson
0: All right, Well, let's see here. I'm going to pull up Derrick Henry's stats.
2: I think 2027 yards.
0: And I'm going to also look at Chris Johnson's and I will I will make my case because it's Chris Johnson. Um in my opinion, it's Chris Johnson. And there's a reason why I remember the fear that Chris Johnson put into my 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 heart as a Steelers fan. He played 130 games. Chris Johnson did. Rushed 2,160 times, had 9,651 yards, 4.5 average, 55 touchdowns. In less games, Derrick Henry does have almost the same amount of yards and more touchdowns. However, here is the biggest reason why I say it's Chris Johnson Chris Johnson is 5'11, a buck 95. Derrick Henry is six three, two hundred and forty seven pounds. If you are six three and two hundred and forty seven pounds, and you don't put up numbers like this, you're a bust. I don't know.
2: I don't. I don't think it has anything to do with it.
0: I. I think.
2: Yeah. To me, bigger guys get are more prone to get hurt when you're running the when you're running the ball than smaller guys. And I know that sounds crazy, but guys like Chris Johnson's so elusive. Whereas when you look at Derrick Henry, he's just, he's just going to have to take someone on head on because he, he's so big. So I don't think size really, really plays into it that much.
0: I think the only reason it would, though, is because at any moment, the difference with Derrick Henry is all of his runs that he's made. Most of the big ones are like he is busting through people yeah. as he's going up the field. And I expect that of him. Chris Johnson. There was a game against the Steelers. There was a game against a few other people too, where literally he got the ball, and what seemed like a second, he was past the second level of the defense and in the end zone. It's insane. He
2: was. He was. There's. There's no doubt. And I think if he if
0: he had some more weight to him and was a little taller, he might have played longer. Um, And so I'll begrudgingly say, just also to be different. Chris Johnson was the greatest of of all time in this category only because I think he had some intangibles that you don't see a lot of running backs really do today. You don't see the the 195-pound running back. He was a modern-day Barry Sanders. He was. And, you know, when you have a cool name like CJ2K – Got to be the greatest of all time. No nah, man, it's D. Hen. I just, I just,
2: I think you're. I just think you have a bias against Alabama players.
0: I don't. Derek Henry's on my fantasy team. I love Derek.
2: All right. Then. I think you're secretly saying War Eagle.
0: When no, we're off oh. this show. I don't like Auburn. Guys, tomorrow, AFC East. Same let's two, do it. Same two people. Let's go. Same let's terrible go. takes. What? Terrible. goat podcast. Tomorrow morning. See you then. See you.